Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the devil blocking disclosure. That's correct, the devil blocking disclosure. At least that's what one congressman is saying. Now, this article comes to us from Polico.com. It says, quote, the devil has been in our way. GOP lawmaker accuses Biden administration of covering up UFOs. We've run into roadblocks from members of the intelligence community, the Pentagon, Representative Tim Burchard said. Interesting verbiage he uses there. The devil has been in our way. Now, does he mean that literally or figuratively? A Republican congressman on Wednesday accused the Pentagon and the intelligence community of hiding what the government knows about UFOs, saying, quote, the devil has been in our way. During a House Oversight Committee hearing on the issue, Representative Tim Burchard said the government's lack of transparency surrounding unidentified aerial phenomena amounts to a cover-up. The devil has been in our way through this thing. We've run into roadblocks from members of the intelligence community, the Pentagon, said Burchard, who has been the subcommittee's most vocal advocate for investigating UFOs. Burchard cited an example of when he proposed an amendment to the Federal Aviation Administration that would have made pilot reports of UFOs available to Congress, but the bill was never advanced. There you go. Nip it in the bud. Don't let any of this information percolate up through the channels. The amendment, he said, would have required the FAA to report sightings by commercial pilots to Congress. Representative Glenn Grotham, Republican Wisconsin, chair of the panel's National Security Committee, also accused the Biden administration of not being transparent on the subject of UFOs citing the Chinese spy balloon incident in February. We are not just debating the existence of UAPs. We're deliberating on the principles that define our republic, which is a commitment to transparency and accountability, he said. Now, look, you can start to see this very clear division between the elected members of Congress who haven't been paid off or bought off or compromised and this deep state that we're always talking about. And we're going to get into that in just a little bit. This underlying culture, this group of people that has taken control of our government through various branches and departments and whatnot, and really uh, override the decisions of a Congress who holds their purse strings. Lawmakers didn't provide any concrete examples of a Biden administration cover-up, instead criticized the Pentagon for overclassifying information and raising what they viewed as a lack of information over the spy balloon incident multiple times. Now, you see the bias of the reporter here, almost like these guys all seem to be lapdogs for the deep state. He says lawmakers didn't provide many concrete examples. These guys have been providing concrete examples from day one. Concrete example, three UFO shootdowns. You've got Yukon, Lake Huron, and uh, Alaska. They won't show the video from those shootdowns, and these congressmen have been complaining about that. Though several questions early in the hearing revolved around the possible existence of extraterrestrial activity, Witnesses and lawmakers emphasized the importance of investigating UFOs as a national security matter rather than spaceships operated by aliens, unidentified craft could be drones or aircraft operated by adversaries. I think they're getting off path a little bit. They should investigate this phenomena as a, a vehicle, a technology, 
a means of world domination that could be in league with the very deep state that's keeping them from seeing the information. I mean, think about it. Why are they hiding this stuff? Well, because it benefits them. It doesn't benefit them. It does not benefit the Department of Defense to hide UFO uh, information and data if it's simply the Russians or the Chinese. That would be to their advantage because then they could say, hey, we need more money to protect against this stuff. Now, on the other hand, if those same people actually had access to these things or were working in collusion with the operators of these things, then it would be to their advantage not to let us know about it because they would be able to gain a huge technological and monetary advantage over the rest of us by controlling this new technology they could in effect control the entire economy and by controlling the entire economy they could control you representative robert garcia democrat california the ranking democrat on the subcommittee stressed the need for bipartisanship on the issue which has struggled to achieve credibility among lawmakers on both sides of the aisle Rather than dismiss claims, Republicans and Democrats must work together to cut through information, misinformation rather, and to look at the facts in a serious and thoughtful manner, he said. I, I see this a lot, and I hate, and it shouldn't be political, you wouldn't think. But here we have somebody from the opposite side of the aisle is Bertrand coming in and saying, oh, we need to work together. You can't work together with somebody while they're actively trying to abuse you. They're covering up everything from cattle mutilations to UFO sightings. How can we work together with them to cover that stuff up? In other words, shut up and go back to bed. It's got to the point where it's not armed conf conflict, but it is definitely um, conflict uh, on a political level. And the conflict is between elected congressmen who represent the public and want disclosure, who want the truth, who want this uh, knowledge shared with the public, and it's conflict between them and these unnamed, uh, unknown people in this deep state. They're like the, They're like the old mafia. They pretend as though they don't exist. So this allows them to just act at will, do whatever they want. And in the meantime, they've got allies that are just outside of that cloaked uh, group. Here, Representative Garcia, Democrat, California, he says... You know, we, we need bipartisanship on the issue. Well, I don't know. If you've got one party protecting the deep state and one party demanding disclosure, it used to be the Democrats were demanding disclosure and then the Republicans were protecting the deep state. Now it seems like it's switched role reversals for some crazy reason. Now it's the Republicans, just a few of them, demanding disclosure. And the majority of Democrats, with the exception of like uh, Senator uh, Sienna or Hildebrand or whatever. We've got a few out there that are trying a little bit. But I'm just saying in general. So this working together notion is not working at all. At this point, we need accountability. If you've got a teenage kid and they take your car without permission, they go out, they get drunk, and they wreck it. You're past working together with that kid. At that point, that kid has brought you into conflict where now you're requiring accountability. Big difference. You can't work together with somebody who's actively uh, working against your interest, okay? Working together only only works is when you're both working towards some mutual goals. If the other person's mutual goal is to uh, destroy you, rob you, uh, commandeer your wealth, and enslave you, working with that person may not be in your best interest. Now, if you're in 
some, you know, North Korean country somewhere where they've got a gun pointed at your head, you may be limited to what you can do. But this is still the United States. And we have a few elected congressmen here who are uh, heroically, in my opinion, seeking disclosure. So it's not, it, we're, we're past working together. At this point, we're at, at the point where these congressmen, the guys in control of the purse strings, they're demanding accountability, okay? Accountability. The ones that need to be working together are the American people and their representatives. The people on the other side who are doing illegal things, who are hiding information from us, who are overclassifying, they need to be held accountable. They're not going to work with us, okay? They haven't been working with us for probably 70 or 80 years. Now, the article goes on here. It says, Congress held its first public hearing on UFOs in decades last year with Pentagon officials speaking before lawmakers. Wednesday's hearing was the first public unclassified testimony from witnesses who have reported sightings. Ryan Graves, a former Navy pilot and current executive director for the Americans for Safe Aerospace, testified Wednesday alongside David Grush, who made public claims about a secretive government retrieval program. And David Fravor, a former Navy pilot, who, like Graves, claimed to have spotted unidentified aircraft. Look, man, they've got photographs of them. Okay, you can see here what the author's doing. They're trying to, they're they're trying to downplay what this guy's brought to us. While Bertrand and others have called for more transparency, other lawmakers have scoffed at any notion that there are aliens hiding in the Pentagon's basement. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, when asked two weeks ago if he believed in aliens, provided a tongue-in-cheek response. Quote, I think if we had found a UFO, I think the Department of Defense would tell us because they would probably want to request more money. With all due respect to Kevin McCarthy, they already have an enormous black budget where even Congress is not allowed to know where they spend the money. So that's not a very good defense against that argument. It's been a hot-button issue as witnesses and congressional advocates for the increased transparency plead for lawmakers and the public to take the matter seriously despite the pushback. Today is just the start of it. It's not the ending, Burchard told Fox News before the hearing. Well, kudos to Mitchell Burchard. There's another article I want to take a look at real quick here as we're talking about <laughs> the devil in disclosure. It does seem like, it does seem like we're up against the devil sometime because... Uh, these guys are just so obnoxious, I guess you could say. This article says, APNews.com, uh, the title of the article is, Whistleblower Tells Congress the U.S. is Concealing Multi-Decade Program That Captures UFOs. And this is something we've thought about for a long time. Imagine the amount of knowledge and technology that they could have accumulated over 50, 60, 70 years. It says, Washington AP, the U.S., this is, this is written by... Noman Merchant, the U.S. is concealing a long-standing program that retrieves and reverse engineers unidentified flying objects. A former Air Force intelligence officer testified Wednesday to Congress. The Pentagon has denied his claims. Retired Major General Grush, Grush's highly anticipated testimony before a House Oversight Subcommittee was Congress's latest foray into the world of UAPs, or Unidentified feral Aerial Phenomena which is the official term the U.S. government uses instead of UFOs. While the study of mysterious aircraft or objects often invokes talk of aliens and little green men, Democrats and Republicans in recent years have pushed for more research as a national security matter due to concerns that sightings observed by pilots may be tied to U.S. adversaries. And that whole argument sounds to me like a limited hangout. The UFO activity has become, I mean, just so commonplace and 
and with cell phones and so many more people traveling, uh, you know, by air, there are so many more reports of this stuff that they can no longer just write it off as swamp gas. So they had to create something, another boogeyman to be responsible for these things. And of course, the quickest, easiest, simplest answer would be China or Russia. It's a limited hangout. Grush said he was asked in 2019 by the head of a government task force on UAPs to, to identify all highly classified programs relating to the task force mission. At the time, Grush was detailed to the National Reconnaissance Office, the agency that operates at U.S. spy satellites. Look, those spy satellites can be turned on your backyard. So this guy was in a he was in a program that just spies on everything. So I understand where he's coming from. It says, I was informed in the course of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program to which I was denied access, he said. Asked whether the U.S. government had information about extraterrestrial life, Grush said the U.S. likely has been aware of non-human activities since the 1930s. Of course, he's talking about that UFO crash reported over there in Italy just prior to World War II, or maybe just at the start of it. The one in Italy. The Pentagon has denied Grush's claims of a cover-up. In a statement, Defense Department spokeswoman Susan Gal, boy, she comes up again, said investigators have not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Now, I wonder if she had to write that if I just came off the top of her head. The statement did not address UFOs that are not suspected of being extraterrestrial objects. Grush says he became a government whistleblower after his discovery and has faced retaliation for coming forward. He declined to be more specific about the retaliatory tactics, citing an ongoing investigation. And my advice to Grush would be to get it all out there before he has a terrible car accident or a plane crash. Just saying. It was a very brutal and very unfortunate it, it was very brutal and very unfortunate some of the tactics they used to hurt me both professionally and personally, he said. Once again, don't cover for these guys. It's like a it's like a person who's a victim. I mean, don't blame yourself, Grush. Just come out and tell us what happened. People will identify with you a lot more. That's what I would say. Representative Glenn Grothan, Republican Wisconsin, shared the panel's hearing and joke to a packed audience. Welcome to the most exciting subcommittee in Congress this week. But members of parties asked Grush about his study of UFOs and the consequences he faced. I take it that you're arguing that we need well, that what we need is real transparency and reporting systems so we can get some clarity on what's going on out there, said Representative Jimmy Raskin's Democrat, Maryland. Some lawmakers criticized the Pentagon for not providing more details in a classified briefing or releasing images. That could be shown in the public. In previous hearings, Pentagon officials showed a video taken from an F-18 military plane that showed an image of one balloon-like shape. Pentagon officials in December said they had received several hundreds of new reports since launching a renewed effort to investigate reports of the UFOs. These things are common as dirt, man. All they got to do is just open the spigot, and you'll have so much information coming that they won't be able to handle it all. At that point, we have not seen anything, and we're still very early on. That would lead us to believe that any of these objects that we have seen are of alien origin, said Ronald Moultrie, the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. Any unauthorized system in our airspace we deem as a threat to safety. Here's the problem, Mr. Moultrie. If these things have been around longer than we have, maybe they view us as unauthorized. Just a thought. Now, as far as there being a deep state, as far as uh, this notion that that everything is well and good, 
uh, within the Department of Defense and that, and that the only secrets being kept from, from us are the ones that have to be kept from the Russians and the Chinese. I would, big, I would beg to differ. There has been a thread of very dark, deep deception, and one might even say devilish uh, character in the Department of Defense in our deep state for a long time. We might have to go back to 1945 at the very end of, uh, of World War II when large numbers of German scientists began to be discovered Spatial sections subdivisions set up the enemy personnel exploitation section to manage and interrogate them. So they found all these uh, high-level scientists, and they're like, man, we can't let the Russians get them. A lot of them probably have committed war crimes, but you know what? They can help us. And who was doing that? Well, that was the U.S. Army in charge of that. The enemy personnel exploitation section established a, de a detention center called Dustbin, first in Paris and later in Kranzberg Castle outside Frankfurt, that's Germany. The U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff established the first secret recruitment program called Operation Overcast on July 20th, 1945, initially to assist in shortening the Japanese war and to aid in our post-war military research. So imagine you had a kid that was killed in World War II, and then you find out that some of the very people that were part of the organization that, that killed your kid in the war are now going to be brought to the United States to live a happy life working for us because we still have to defeat the Japanese and they might be able to help us. Well, we were whipping up on the Japanese pretty good at that point. But no, they brought in these people, Nazis. These are people with, I think we can all agree, had a very evil, devilish outlook on life. They committed terrible, terrible, almost unspeakable crimes. And here we are giving refuge to these scientists that brought a lot of that to the people of Germany and the people of the world. So the term overcast was a name first given by German scientists, family members for the housing camp where they were held in Bavaria. That'd be down in southern Germany. They call it Bayern, I think. And late summer 1945, the JCS established the JIOA, a subcommittee of the Joint Intelligence Committee, to, to directly oversee Operation Overcast and later Operation Paperclip. That's the one we've probably all heard of. The JIOA representatives included the Army's Director of Intelligence, the Chief of Navy Intelligence, the Assistant Chief of Air Staff, and the representative from the State Department. So you're tying in all the, all the people colluding on this from the White House through all the branches of the service, and they're colluding to bring over these Nazi scientists. So now we've got Nazis on board, and we're not talking about it. It's a secret. It's devilish. In November 1945, Operation Overcast was renamed Operation Paperclip by Ordnance Corps officers who would attach a paperclip to the folders of those rocket experts whom they wished to employ in the United States. The project was not initially targeted against the Soviet Union, rather the concern was that German scientists might immigrate and continue the research in countries that remained neutral during the war. Much U.S. effort was focused on Saxony and Thuringia, which on July 1st, 1945, became part of the Soviet occupation zone. Of course, that would have been East Germany. Remember, the Russians had come in from the east, had come in from the east, and they ended up with half the country. Many German research facilities and personnel had been evacuated to these, to these states before the end of the war, particularly from the Berlin area. The USSR then relocated more than 2,200 Nazi specialists and their families more than 6,000 people with Operation Ozakov Akim during one night on October 22, 1946. In a secretive directive, 
circulated on September 3, 1946, President Truman officially approved Operation Paperclip and expanded it to include 1,000 German scientists under temporary limited military custody. So you see, our military started it with or without Truman's knowledge. And then after it's been going for a while, they, they're like, hey, look, the Soviets are doing the same thing, man. So he understandably says, well, I've got to sign off on this thing. He probably didn't want to, but he did. And not only did he sign off on it, but he added some more. I guess you're in for a penny, in for a pound. Once you make that deal with the devil, you're just going down that road, right? News media revealed the program was early as December 1946. Osnaburg list in the later part of the World War II. Germany was at, a, was at a logistical disadvantage, having failed to conquer the USR with Operation Barbarossa. So basically, you've got these guys who are starting to flee to us anyway. These Nazi rats, they see the writing on the wall. They see that, look, there's no way that we can, we can fight the U.S. and the Soviet Union at the same time. So they're starting, to, they're starting to do the math. You know, they may be Nazis, but they're not that stupid. And a lot of them are thinking that, yeah, the U.S. is going to be probably a lot better deal in the long run than the Soviets. So it's brewing up. Devil in the details. And what do we have? We end up with thousands and thousands of these former Nazi scientists infiltrating secretly everything from the Defense Department to NASA. I would imagine just about every department in the, in the government. Did these guys ever have to go through any kind of deprogramming to uh, help relieve them of their Nazi satanic ideology? Did we ever go through to find out which ones had committed the really, really bad crimes and which ones like uh, Warner von Braun had just simply availed themselves of slave labor that was headed for the gas chambers? Uh, doesn't seem to be like we really ever cared that much about any of it. My opinion, that was the very seeds of the deep state. That's where it took on this, uh, as you could say, nature of the devil. So I don't think Bertrand's wrong when he tells us that uh, the devil is opposing us. It may seem like hyperbole to a lot of people just because he's frustrated. Right? He's turned down every time he, he uh, requests uh, information from the DOD. He ends up either being denied completely or he gets blacked out reports. But if you look at this thing a little bit closer, if you look at the history of the Department of Defense and see how they colluded with Nazis at the end of World War II and maybe even a little before the end of World War II because they needed that intellectual capital, in their opinion, then maybe you can see these people are capable of colluding with the devil. Whether the devil is some sort of alien force or whether the devil was already here in 1945, these guys seem to have no problem bringing them on, bringing them on board if it benefits them. Until next time, this is UFO Warning over and out.